Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hi, how's it going? It's me, Chris Kiefer. Welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. How the hell are you guys doing out there today? Whatever you guys are doing, I appreciate you downloading this episode and subscribing to our show. This is a weekly show about dirt bikes and everything that encompasses that. So uh, if you're new to this show, which a lot of you guys have been, I've been getting a lot of new listeners, so thank you. But spread the word. Tell them that we have fun on the show. Uh, educational, yet not boring. That's right. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. Uh, you guys want to do some shopping? Go to RockyMountainATVMC.com and do it up. It's the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, free. That's right, free. Three-day shipping, over 75 bones. It's easy to see why you guys should be going to KieferIncTesting.com. Click on that RMATVMC banner, the only banner on my site. Just click on that thing right there, and that leads you back to their site, and you continue to live your life, do your shopping, and that gives us a snippet of what you're purchasing. It helps us out, keeps this thing up and moving, and uh, lets them know that you like this show. So thank you for doing that. You guys want to save some money? Use the code KK. MX35 at fxrracing.com. Get some of that new 2023 gear. <clears throat> it is becoming uh, winter, so they do have all different kinds of motocross apparel, even some warm weather motocross apparel. I wear a very cool FXR vest. Uh, they have lightweight jackets, but anyway, do yourself a favor. Go to FXR Racing. Use the code KKMX35. Save 35%. Look cool at the track. Might make you ride faster. I don't know. Just saying. And if you're a lady, you love to ride, I got a special code for you that you can just email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I will get you that special lady code. That is more than the gentleman because we love you ladies over here on this show, and uh, we want to keep you girls out there riding as well. Race Tech, you guys want to get your suspension done, maybe for the World Vet that's coming this weekend. Maybe a little bit too late for that, but you should have did. You should have did it. Racetech.com, sales at Racetech.com is the email, and use the code Kiefer to save some money if you want to get some parts, springs, whatever it is that you need for your bike. Get suspension serviced, get some revalve, gold valves. They have uh, engine seminars, suspension seminars. Just go give uh, Racetech a look at Racetech.com. Lots of things that they do, not only suspension, but they do engine and they do vintage bikes. They do all kinds of things, so... Great guys over there. Paul Thede is a wizard. Very, very smart. Much smarter than I am. So one of the smartest guys that I've met in the industry. And Racetech is a great company. So thank you to those sponsors and all of the guys and gals that have been a part of this show for 2022. Power Motorsports. You want to deal on a new bike? KTM, Yamaha, Kawasaki. Power is the place to go. A moto Shippers. If you even doesn't even matter if you live in Oregon or near Power Motorsports. They ship to my house. 
uh, Moto Shippers is badass. You can get in contact with me, and I'll get you those guys. So get your bike delivered right to your door from Power Motorsports. Works Connection, Ride Engineering, Pro Taper, 6D, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Dunlop Motorsports, Plum Creek Funding, if you want to get a second out of your home, Refi, maybe get a loan for your new house that you're trying to get. Uh, Zach over there at Plum Creek can do it. Blood Lubricants, Decal Works, Lit Pro, Fast Company, and of course, you want to go race some uh, some races coming up. If you're over 40, oldtimersmx.com. They're uh, coming to your local West Coast facility, and I'm going to be trying to do some of those next year and having some fun with the over 40 game because they do long motos. I like running 15-minute-plus motos. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about vet training, world vet prep, what you guys should be doing if you're over the age of 35, 40, because let's face it, if you're 30 years old, you're still in great shape. And your T, that's right, your testosterone levels are probably still good, but I am 46 years old. Holy shit. I don't even say it that much, but when I say it, it sounds like I'm super ancient. I don't know how many of you guys out there remember when your parents were 46 and you're like, oh my God, my parents are so old and that's where I'm at now. My kid looks at me like I'm ancient and I'm like, dude, I feel good. Like I don't feel old, but I remember when I was 16 and my parents were in their 40s and I thought they were ancient. But if you're over the age of 40, we're going to go over some things that I've been doing over the years and of course getting ready for the Glen Helen World Vet Nationals. Man, that is... uh. That's a big, big race for some people coming up, and uh, I guess they're having a lot of people sign up this year. That That is nice. I talked to Lori at Glen Helen, and that was last month, and they had over 700 entries, so that is cool. We are back racing. COVID is gone. All that scary crap that was going around is uh, slowly leaking away, hopefully, and we're back to uh, regular scheduled programming with riding and having fun with dirt bikes. So, yeah, so... Welcome in. Thank you for joining me once again. And uh, I know you guys are probably tired of four minutes of advertisements, but we've got to pay some bills over here, and we don't push too hard on you guys with our advertisers, but we just want to let you know they're great people and they're great products, so that's what we do, and we try to give them their due. So I wanted to do something a little bit different. I've been talking about doing like an over 35 vet training episode, and this is a very, I don't say vanilla, like, mapped out scheduling for you guys out there that want to know what's going on. But I do get a lot of emails say, hey, what do you do for training? And I am not the epitome of training. It's not like I am the strongest vet rider out there. I mean, Mike Brown, holy shit, that guy is, he should have a podcast. And he's actually coming to the house this week and I should do a podcast with him. But um, I do ride a lot. I think I ride more than anyone that I know that I've been in contact with. And some of that is quality riding. Some of that is just testing. So um, no matter what, I'm on the bike between four to, you know, sometimes seven days a week. And with, with that, I have learned the things that work for me and my body. I'm also coming from a blue-collar family, so I know what it's like to get up early and go to work and then not have a lot of energy to muster up um, walking your ass into a gym and sharing machines with all these other people that have the same goals as you. So that is a pain in the ass. So I understand both sides of it. I understand the professional side. I understand the blue collar side where sometimes it's just hard to get motivated to, to get in the gym or sometimes it's hard to get motivated when you work all week and you got to load up your bike and go to the track or get your bike ready. And there's a lot of things that go along with trying to get better on a motorcycle. So 
if you want to get better and you want to get better physically, mentally, and on the bike, I will try to go over some things that has worked for me over the years. And this is what this episode is about. So there's a lot of trial and error and everything um, that we see on the internet, these videos about people training, Rhino talking about training or your local trainer that's telling you what works. It's, it's a good baseline. Like I feel like if I go to my website and I want a baseline suspension setting, I can look at those numbers, put those, those clicks and those numbers into my suspension and it should be fairly close, right? This is kind of what you guys are seeing when you talk to these trainers or you read or, or watch these videos that's on the internet. It's not going to be an exact blueprint of what's going to work for you. Um, so this is what we got to know. There's, I've, I've trained with Seiji. Um, I've done the Alden workouts. I have done just about everything. I've been in the gym. I've done the exercises. I've just been riding my dirt bike. I've ate clean. I've not ate clean. I've, I've tried every little thing, and this is the things that work for me. And I am a 46-year-old male that rides a lot. So I'm going to go over some things with you guys that maybe you guys don't get a ride a lot because you guys get arm pump, or how do I feel good for a race that I'm planning on racing and I only have two months to get ready for? So the first thing that I would love to tell you guys, and it's the most difficult, there's two things. It's not the riding, the training, and the doing it part. Here's the hard part. It's scheduling. Scheduling to me is very hard. When you have a family, you have little ones that you love and want to spend time with. You have a wife that you want to spend time with that you actually like, <laughs> which is a rare thing nowadays. We can have a whole podcast on on guys that actually love their wives and want to spend time with them. I'm that guy. I love spending time with my family. I love being around my family. I have a ton of friends that just want to get the hell away from their wives and their families, and they just they get they get out. And then the wife does her own thing, and the dude does her own thing. It's like two separate lives. That's just not how I'm built, not how my family is built. So I like to do those things, and that is hard when you have to spend time or want to spend time with your family and then still want to do the things that you want to do to achieve your goals in the dirt bike realm. So scheduling is very, very tough. And how you, how you try to, um, the word I'm looking for, how do you try to achieve your goals and really hone in on what you want to do, right? I write shit down. Yes, I'm 46. I'm old. I think if you're listening to this, you're also older, and we're used to writing things down. I'm not a big notes guy in my phone. There's a lot of notes in my phone, but... I work better visually. I'm a very visual human. I like to look at notepads and notes and things that I see like, okay, I'm going to be held accountable because I wrote it down. If I write it down, in my mind, I have to do it. If I just think it, you know, like, hey, I'm going to race this race and I'm going to train for it and I'm just thinking about it, I won't do it. So you guys, (laughs) go to Staples, get yourself a notepad, write down your normal schedule not anything to do with dirt bikes just your norm i it sounds super um (laughs) lame i get up at six write it down getting up at six i go to work at eight i get home at x you know i eat lunch at x write it all down and then write a full week out it'll take you a little while trust me on this hear me out before you start forwarding this podcast (laughs) write your whole week down from Monday to Sunday, and do not lie about it. If you sit on your ass on Saturday, put Saturday, wake up at whatever, 
I sit on my ass because I'm tired. Write it down. And then what that's going to do for you, it's going to give you a layout of exactly what you are. It's like stepping outside of your body and looking at what you're like. It's it's self-reflection. That's what it's like for me. So I know what I'm like because I'm me, but then when I see it on paper, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of holes and gaps that I could fill my time in to help better myself for my goal, which is the race, right? So scheduling, writing it down is one of the hardest things. And you're thinking, that's easy, Kiefer. But seriously, how many people actually write down their whole weeks of what they do from the time they wake up, from the time they go to bed? Like, you guys want it, you guys have, if you're in a marriage and you have planned boning sessions at night, put that in there. Everything. I want everything in there. You don't really need to necessarily put what you eat. You can just put 12 o'clock lunch or 8 o'clock dinner. But put all of that in there. And then that way you can look and see where you can fill in holes and gaps that you can try to get some training or writing in. Okay, that's the next thing. The next hardest thing is when it does get hard, guys, and it does, especially if you're out of shape, it is not fun when you're out of shape and you're trying to get in shape. It hurts. It sucks. You have to stick with the program, whatever it is, and we'll talk about that. But your program that you set up for yourself or someone sets up for you, you have to stick with it 100% through the whole time. There is no 75% I'm in. You know what? I did it for a week. I'm going to just chill a little bit on this day and this day. Nope. You have to stick with it. That is the next hardest thing mentally. When you watch guys like Eli Tomac, Jason Anderson, Chase Sexton, they're not doing anything mind-blowing. We're vet guys. We're the just the dudes at the weekend tracks having fun. But there's nothing special about what those guys are doing versus what you guys can do at home. Only difference is is they stick to the program. Sure, they have a heavy load. They're riding a lot. They have scheduled hours. They're in the gym. But what the point of all of this is, is actually sticking to the plan. I hate this saying. I fucking hate trust the process. I fucking hate it. I hate it. I don't want to hear it. My son walks around and says it, and he laughs because he knows I hate it. But there is something to that, and I wish there was another phrase. I can't come up with one. But you have to continue to do what you're doing and believe in it. You can't stick with it for two to three weeks and then go riding. You're like, I'm worse off. Oh, my God, I'm so much tired. This isn't working. I, I don't feel anything. Like, I'm, I'm tireder than when I started. I, w- I wasn't doing shit and I feel better. It's your body changing. You're breaking down your body. You're doing something different. You're shocking your system. We're old. We're stuck in our ways. If I do something different... My body's like, what the fuck are you doing? And that is mostly with food. If I change my diet, sometimes I feel like shit for two to three weeks. I feel worse. And I'm like, well, what am I doing? Heather, go make me a cheeseburger. Oh, I feel so much better. Well, my body's wired one way. It doesn't mean it's the right way. It's just I'm used to it. I'm stuck in my rut. So continuing to do what you need to do. Scheduling, write it down. Follow that schedule to the T, and continue to do that for the duration of time you're supposed to. And that could vary. That could be two months to four months. I feel like as we're older, 
unless you're on uh, testosterone or HGH or whatever you're on, if you're just naturally doing this on your own, if you go over three to four months of training before your race, you're going to be burned out and you'll be more tired than you should for your event. I feel like around the two-month mark, you should be feeling better and be riding your motos stronger and longer than when you started. Your body should adapt to three to four weeks. and You'll see a little bit of improvement, and then the next month you'll see another improvement. And then if you're like me, I'm more of a three- to four-month guy. If you're in the third, the third month of your training and your scheduling, you should feel 100% better than where you started. If I do more than that, because sometimes it's hard for me, right? And I don't know how you guys are wired. I am like a tweaker. I've never done drugs or speed or anything, but I feel like I am a tweaker when it comes to once I have a goal, I try to rush to it. I try to like, I'm hauling ass, I'm training, I'm riding, I'm doing everything to the T, I'm following my schedule. I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait, to the, can't wait to the race, can't wait to the race. And then once I get closer to the race, I'm burned out. Loretta's this year, so burned out. I was so, I didn't even care about riding. I was so burned out because I was training for about almost four months for this race on top of all the riding that I was doing. And I was just cooked. So I know my burnout limit, and that is about three months of training. Right about the three months, I still have that 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 fuel, that anger, that I want to just rip someone's head off when I race. I'm going to win. I want to do this. But then I get to the closer to the four-month mark, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to see a dirt bike. This guy passes me. Yep, go on, go ahead. There's no fight. I don't have a lot of fight just because I'm tired. So you need to learn where your peaks are. And you can learn that by just trying the two-month mark. That should help you. Two-month, you shouldn't be burned out. Two-month mark, you should see a difference, right, in your training. And you should be ready for your race. Now, I'm always talking about a goal or a race within my podcast for us vet guys because I'm very goal-driven. I need at least one goal per year, sometimes two. But... One goal per year for a race, I want to do good at this race, right? So most of the time, it's Loretta's or the Vet National or something else. Like maybe we go to like a, an AMA amateur race and I want to do good. But I try to set one goal, and that is dirt bike related, right? So for me, uh, I really try hard at my peak time to focus in on that. And then after you're done with your race, however you feel, give your time, give your mind and some time to rest. You still got to go to your job. You still got to go do the thing. You still got to go to your family. You got to go, maybe you got to go to your in-laws house. You got to go to Disneyland or whatever the hell it is. Get away from dirt bikes for at least two weeks and that'll help refresh your mind and still have fun with dirt bikes. I love dirt bikes probably more than anyone that I know, but I get burned out about twice a year at the same time because I don't fully unplug. This is my job, right? I got to do shows. I got to talk about dirt bikes. I got to ride. I got to test. And sometimes I'm just cooked. I'm just like, I don't want to see a dirt bike. I don't want to talk about dirt bikes, but it lasts about two weeks. And then I'm like, I miss my dirt bike. I'm being an asshole to Heather. I better go ride a dirt bike. So give that time to yourself after your goal to reflect on what you did wrong, write it down, and then also write down the things that you did right. And then for the next time you have a goal, you have everything mapped out on your notebook. 
Like it's so archaic and it's so lame to talk about, but it's so nice to flip right here, to flip through these pages that I have. I have pages of notes just from what I felt like, what my bike was like. And I can just look back. And then when I'm doing my training, I can be like, oh man, I'm so much farther ahead than I was this time last year. Or I'm worse off. I need to switch something up. So again, scheduling, writing it down, and having a goal are all key things to succeeding in what you want to do. Now, let's get to the more black and white things. Kiefer, what do I need to do? Okay, that's great. I wrote it down. What do I got to do? Uh, do I ride? How many times do I ride? What do I do? How, what's the moto schedule? Kiefer, I don't have a lot of time to ride. I work. I maybe have one day a week of riding. Look, I'll be real with you guys. I'm going to be really honest. One day a week, if you're setting yourself up for a goal in racing, one day a week is very, very difficult to improve on where you're at. You might, that's right, might be able to maintain the skill level that you have with one day a week, but riding is very difficult, it's very hard, and it's body memory, muscle memory. When you ride at least two days a week, your muscles, your mind, your body remembers what the bike does. This is very key. Riding is a feeling. That's all it is. I just went on the Gypsy Tales podcast and talked about when we ride, what it's all about. And riding is a feeling. You have to have a good feeling of the ground, of the bike, and the track in order to be able to go fast. Because if you don't have any of that stuff and you try to pin it, you're going to get hurt. You're going to stay off work. Your wife's going to be pissed off at you. And the money's not going to come in. And it's stressful. So I'm asking you guys, can you ride two days a week? If you can't, okay? If you cannot, for the guys that cannot ride two days a week, Kiefer, I'm a one day a week guy. Maybe I'm not even one day a week. And I don't even know what to say to that because it's hard for me to help you guys improve. You can ride if you only can ride once every other week. Okay. It, it's it's going to be hard. If you just want to do that and enjoy it and riding, no problem. But it's going to be difficult to improve. You can get improvements off of the bike through cardio and stuff in the gym that we'll talk about after this. But to be on the bike and improve from where you are, it's difficult. I got a buddy, Matt Serva, going to come down here for Vet Nationals. And he doesn't ride that much. Maybe he rode once a week for a little bit and then he's out. Like, he's going to have arm pump. He's going to struggle with the track. It's just going to be one of those times. So he has to set his mind in a different, in a different space and be like, I'm just going to go have fun and whatever happens, happens, and don't ride over your head. And that's what you got. But if you can ride two days a week, here's what you do. You don't need a lot of time. I'm telling you guys. If you can find spaces within your weeks, you have tracks that you can get to before dark, or if you have a place that has lights on and you can ride at night, here's what you do. You don't need a lot of time. You can mimic your ride day. Most of the time, these races are two motos. This weekend at the Vet National, we have three motos, right? So if you are a Vet National kind of guy and it's a three-moto format and you want to try it, you mimic your day. If you're, you're, most of the time your laps are five to seven laps in your moto, you do a warm-up, you go out, literally do a warm-up for eight minutes because that's basically what we get. We get eight to ten minutes of practice, boom, okay, you go to your track, eight to ten minutes, you rest maybe 15 minutes, get back on your bike, do your five to seven lap moto, okay, boom. Rest another 15 minutes, 20 minutes max, go out and do another five to seven laps, boom, okay? 
And if you do three motos, right, if you're a three-moto format like the Vet National, rest 30 minutes, rest longer for your third moto, and go and do five to seven, bail. You're there for an hour and a half, and you're, you're out. Literally an hour and a half. It's, it's the, the quality of riding versus the quantity. I mean, I can be out at the track all day testing, and I've literally there's seven hours, and I maybe put one hour on my bike, engine hours. So you're going to be there a total of an hour and a half, but your engine hours might be only 30 minutes. So you can get in and get out of the, out of the track really quick if you don't bullshit and mess around and get your stuff done. Like sometimes I think I'm an asshole at the track because I kind of, I'm, I'm in, I get my business done, I'm out. I don't really talk that much, you know, when I'm focusing in on a race and people are like, oh man, you didn't stay very long. Yeah, because I don't bullshit, I don't hang out. You know, I'm here for business wise trying to get something done and achieve and then get home so I can be with my family. That's something that you guys can think about doing. Now, do that twice a week and you'll improve and you'll get better and you'll be better on the bike. Your arm pump will lessen. You're like, Kiefer, I get arm pump all the time. Squeeze with your legs. Squeeze with your legs. Squeeze with your legs. You don't have to squeeze with your, your knees if you're a tall dude. Squeeze from your knee down. Like squeeze with your ankles. Squeeze against that frame. Loosen up your arms. Relax. Breathe. Find two spots to track you're most comfortable with. <sighs> Breath here. Next area. <sighs> two, two times per lap, your arm pump will chill out. I'm guaranteeing this. Two times a week of riding. Two, time, two places on the track per lap to breathe. If you can remember this, your arm pump will chill out. Trust me. There's no magic potion for arm pump. There's no panther piss. You're not rubbing some oils on your, on your forearms. Uh, you can rub your arms out, sure. That gets the blood moving around and different, but you got to ride a dirt bike. That's plain and simple. You got to ride a dirt bike. It's hard. Okay, one day a week, guys. What do you do? If you have a day, okay, you have one day a week, you better make sure you have some time during that day. And those two-day-a-week guys, those five to seven laps, okay, we're going to throw that out the window for you one-day-a-week guys. We're going to do longer motos for you guys out there that can ride one day a week because, look, you don't have much, much time in your week to ride. But, hey, I got one day, Kiefer. All right, we're going to do a little bit something different for you guys. We're going to get you guys on the bike a little bit longer so you might suffer a little bit more, but you're going to get that feeling on your motorcycle. That feeling is going to be what you need to do good at your race. The feeling. If there's one word that you can attach me to is feeling. You know how that phrase of unlock your hips and riding the balls of your feet, that's the rhino theory. My theory is feeling. You got to feel your way around a motorcycle to do good. Some days I don't have the feeling. I don't feel like I feel disconnected from the motorcycle. And those days usually come when I'm riding. For me, if I only ride two days a week, I feel lost. I feel like that's not enough because I'm so wired to ride a lot. I, I have to ride three to four days a week to feel what I need to feel when I'm on the bike. So you one day a week gentlemen or women out there, do a warm-up. Your warm-up is going to be 10 to 15 minutes. Get to know the track. Get comfortable. 10 to 15 minutes. Hopefully that's enough time if you're at a track that you know. If you're at a track that's new and you don't know about the jumps, you haven't jumped something, you know, make a decision, all right? This is another thing that you guys need to think about as vet guys. There might be a, a jump on the track that's like, I think I can do it. I think I can do it, but I don't know. Don't do it. Fuck it. 
Walk away from it. Make your mind up. Say, okay, you know what? Just not going to jump it. Just going to ride. I'm going to put time on my bike. That's what is most important for us vet dudes, getting time. Don't worry about jumping a jump, okay? Because that's not going to make or break your race coming up. As a vet guy, you should already know what you can and can't jump. And if you want to jump something, learn that part of it. Like, hey, I need to grow some more balls and learn how to jump and do this double. Do it on another day where you're not trying to get seat time, okay? We're vet guys. We don't have to worry about that. I don't have to jump things like I did when I was 24 riding pro. You know, like, oh, I got to jump it, so I, here it goes. Like, you're not that level. We're not there. We're older dudes. We're, we're here to have a good time, try to do the best we can, and achieve our goals. So if you're on the fence about an, an area of the track that's kind of sketchy and you might, might get hurt, but yet I might be able to make that, don't worry about it. Move along. Try to go to that section as fast as you can with the wheels on the ground. That's your goal, okay? So 10 to 15 minutes for practice. Get that down, all right? Feel good. And then your motos are going to be 20 minutes. Kiefer, I can't go 10 minutes. I'm blown out. Cool. Understood. I got arm pump, mass arm pump. I can't feel my bars. Cool. Understood. Pending that you can't feel your hands on the bars, you can ride through arm pump. How do you do that? Okay, if you're the guy like, I have a buddy, Greg, he says, my hands go numb, I can't feel the bars, I'm out, I don't want to get hurt. I understand that, okay? Four laps, five laps, then pull off, but don't go to the truck. Get off of the track, pull off wherever you can, rest your arms, shake them out until you can feel your arms again, and then continue to do your moto until 20 minutes. Don't go back to your truck or your van and chill out for 30 minutes and then wait for your arm, no. Stay by the track. Stay connected to what you're doing. Stay connected. To, look visual. Watch people that are better. Learn. This is such a huge thing, it's, and it's from my son's generation. Like, They get to watch so much tape on YouTube and all these races and these things that people put up. Visually, they can watch guys ride, and, and then when they go ride, they can actually pick up on that. I think there's still some room for us old dudes to do that. So don't disconnect yourself and go back to your truck. You got arm pump, stay out in the track, get through it, finish your moto. Now, the guys that have arm pump, I just have rock hard forearms, Kiefer. I can still feel my bars, but I just can't hold on anymore. Like, like forearm-wise, it's just rock hard. Chill out. Ride slower. Try to ride through it. And what that does, that'll teach your arms to pump up later. Or sometimes I, can, I get arm pump when I'm racing, like three to four laps in. It's rare. But I do get it, and sometimes I can ride myself through it because I've done that. So, again, muscle memory. Your mind remembers. The brain is a powerful thing. Us vet guys are so – what's the word? Like I feel like us vet guys are so stuck in our ways. We're like, oh, I got arm pump. Fuck it, man. I'm going back to the truck. Like we're so weak-minded in that, in that area. We're like, oh, this is what normally happens, so here I am. No. Do something different. Try something different. Ride through it. Just go slower. Be safe. Hey, man, I got arm pump. I was doing that jump when I was fresh, but I can't do it when I got arm pump. Don't do it. Just continue to put in laps. It's such a, a simple thing, but it doesn't happen. They don't do it. You guys don't do it. You pull off. Don't. And if you can't feel your bars, pull off the side of a track, rest, get back in your moto until you complete 20 minutes. Then go back to your truck, okay? So your first moto, 20 minutes, however it is, split, full 20, whatever. 
Rest 30 to 40 minutes. It's a long span. Bullshit with your homies. Bullshit with your homies. Talk trash. Look at riders. Whatever it is that you're going to do, 30 to 40 minutes. Go back out and do another 20 minutes. Again, arm pump, no arm pump. Split it up. Get there 20 minutes. Do 20 minutes of laps. Okay? If you don't have a watch, you don't have some kind of timer, get one. Put it on your bars. Or if you have your wife, God bless her. She wants to time you. Let her time you. Tell her. Halfway mark. Cross your hands. Two laps to go. Whatever. Have someone tell you 20 minutes, however it is. Okay? Be self-sufficient. That's what I tell my kid. Be self-sufficient. Okay? You do your 20. Go back to the truck. You're not done. You're a a one-day-a-week guy. You're not done. All right? We're going to go work on something that you suck on now. Oh, Kiefer, I suck. Not the jump. Don't worry about the jump. Jumps are jumps are evil. That's bad shit happens on jumps when we try to jump shit. Go work on a corner that you suck at. Hey man, there's just one corner around the tree. I just suck. I can't lean it in. I feel vague. My front tire. Da, 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 da. Whatever it is, go do that section ten to twenty times. Cut the track if you can. Hopefully you can. Be safe. Enter the right area. Look around. Okay. I don't know how many people just pop on a track and people getting t-boned. Be self-aware. Know where you're at. 10 to 20 times, do that section. Work on your weaknesses. It's no fun. There's another thing that's weak-minded about us vets. I'm guilty of it as well. I don't want to do anything that I suck at. I'm, I like stuff that I'm, I'm good at. It's fun. I want to go hit this jump and whip it and look cool. Like I, It's fun for me. Nope. You got to do stuff that you suck at. So for me, 10 to 20 times, get that muscle memory, and then try to end on, on a note where you did good. Like, I feel like that, like, I didn't, okay, I'm on my pass. I'm on 12, 12 times doing this. On the 12th time, I'm like, dude, I nailed it. It's pretty good. Do it good, and then try to back it up with two times. I did this section two times good. You get out of there, and you're done. You can go home feeling better. I've accomplished something because I actually put in two 20-minute motos and did a section that I suck at, and I feel like you have a sense of improvement. That one-day-a-week rider can go to work for the next week and that is hanging on to your your mental state. You're you're holding on to that good feeling that you left the track. At least that's how I work. Like when I hit something good or I feel like I've, I've accomplished a good day of riding, that feeling can last me four or five days. Like, hey man, I did good. I have a positive outlook. I'm going to get back to it on next week and do the same thing. And you build mentally. There's a huge thing with vet riders and having mental toughness. It's tough because we're so wired into one way, right? But if you want to improve and you're a a one-day-a-week guy, that's a great way to do it. Do your 20-minute motos. Get your practice done. Do your 20-minute motos. And then do your section 10 to 20 times. Hopefully you nail it within that time. And then leave on a good note. And you mentally be cleansed. Like you'll you'll be in a better mood. You'll have fun with your wife, your kids. You'll do shit because like, hey, I actually had a good quality amount of riding, and you will feel good. That is the key thing. It might not sound much, but for me, man, it's huge. So really work on that if you're older. What's up, guys? Thanks for listening. Going to take a quick break. Listen to these commercials. Save yourself some money. Be right, right back. Promise you. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. 
like your favorite phrase, like let's go buddy or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. Screenprintingdone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, It's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here, 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and, man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, That'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, Look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding. 
720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power for four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is. Right here, North America. I don't care where you're at, Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them, powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day? Who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at kieferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times. Get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. We are back. See? Wasn't so bad, was it? On with the Vet Prep Weekend Warrior. I'm only going to ride one day a week show. Here we go. Now, if you're able to get in the gym, you're like, Kiefer, I'm a one day a week guy, but I can get in the gym in the evening. There's some exercises that I can give you guys. Email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. And I can try to go over some exercises that I've learned that helped me. I went to Alden's for a few days, and he's taught me, well, I'd say he taught me, he taught us some things that I really like, I really enjoy, and that that really helped me. So for me, um, 
There's a lot of band work, core work, leg work that really worked uh, for me that I that I enjoyed. So you email me. I'll try to give you some work, but you don't need much. You probably can just do the stuff at home. Uh, there's a lot of uh, planks, rubber band work for your shoulders and core, and just like air squats, just things that you don't need a lot of weight to ride a motorcycle. You don't need to be ripped to ride a motorcycle. I don't need to be Travis Preston to ride a motorcycle. Like, you just need low back, leg, and core. That's what you need. And for me, that's when I do my best riding is when I'm just strong in those areas. And if you guys have bad shoulders or bad knees and your vets, work on those areas. Look up. I mean, the Internet's a great thing. Hey, man, Google uh, bad knee but want to strengthen leg. Look it up, and there'll be exercises all over the place to see how to do it. And most of the time, those exercises are, are things that you can do at home. You don't need to go to a gym and have a gym membership. Luckily, I have a gym built into my house, so I have all these things that I can do right now. I have no excuses, so I wake up. For me, I stretch. I, I preach this before in other podcasts. As vet riders, if let's say you don't go to the gym, stretch. Learn how to stretch. Google stretching. Stretching exercise. It's not hard. You don't need me to tell you how to stretch. And then that is insurance when you crash. I bet you 10 bucks you can't even touch your toes. I bet you 10 bucks you lay down on the floor and try to bend and, and bend over and touch your toes. I bet you it's hard because we're tight. We're old. We're like cavemen curling up. Backs are rolling. I mean, I look at pictures of myself and I see my shoulders rolling forward. I'm getting old. But I, I stretch a lot. So... For me, stretching is key to feel loose on the bike. If I crash, I can, I'm, I'm a little bit more pliable. I'm not so brittle. So stretching is also key. That is the key thing. You can't get in the gym. I know you guys can do some core work. I know you guys can freaking stretch and do these things. So, yeah, man, you can definitely stretch. Eating. Look, I'm not a guy to sit here and tell you that I eat good. So I don't. I eat burgers. Heather cooks. I mean, Heather cooks really good, but I'm one of those guys that's blessed enough to be like, I'm fairly skinny and I can eat what I want and I ride and do things so much that I burn it off. So, um, for me, I try to eat as clean as possible. I'm not eating fried food, things like that, but you guys know, I don't have to teach you guys how to eat. You guys know what's right or wrong. I love Coke. I love Coca-Cola, but I only get a 90 calorie Coke. And if I need one, that's what I drink a day. I don't drink Red Bull. I don't do any of that shit. I drink a cup of coffee in the morning, and if I need a Coke in the afternoon after I ride, I'll have one on the way home. Enjoy it. It's a 90-calorie little Coke, and then that's that's awesome. Portions, right? I know sometimes I'm hungry at 11 o'clock at night, but I just kind of chill out and don't – I just kind of refrain. Don't want to eat uh, or have Heather make me a milkshake or something like that because <laughs> I crave those, especially at night. It's uh, Yeah, it's a son of a bitch. So just if you ride a lot, you can get away with a little bit more. You can eat your cheeseburger or whatever. Look, we're we're vet guys. We're not going to go super anal about eating and things. I'm just trying to get you guys to be a better rider and learn to enjoy your life still and not have to suffer. Because let's face it, these professional guys, they probably hate, they just probably are miserable all the time. Like you have to be miserable to go fast on a dirt bike. It's just how it is. So strict, you got to eat certain things. Like these guys get two weeks vacation at the end of the year and they're just probably like, holy hell. And that's why you see some of these guys that retire, they get fat because they're like, man, I can just do what I want, eat what I want, and got a little freedom now, and they just blow up a little bit, and they're like, oh, shit, uh-oh, I better back it down. So um, we can do that as vet riders with portions and 
stay strict on our scheduling and, you know, minimize the good food. You don't need it four days a week. Do it two days a week, you know? So uh, to go with all of this, bike setup. Uh, just a really quick rule of thumb here. Your bike setup should be, don't ever try to change something before your race. So if you are trying to like, I want to try this, I want to try different tires, maybe a different suspension setup, try to have that ready to go where you feel like, okay, my bike is fairly comfortable. And then you're going to do your two month block of training and riding, have that same setting through your whole training and into your, your race. Don't switch it up. Don't try to switch it up. Like if you're timing it, like let's say you're, your race is at the end of August and you start training in June. Get your setting right. Get your tires that you want to run in June. Get the suspension setting that you want to run in in, uh, in June so you're ready for the end of August. Uh, you got handlebars. You know, you can do little things here and there, but don't change huge things up before your race because that could really screw up your race. So try to ride the same setting slash bike that you have before your race. So that way you're very comfortable. You have that feeling that I talk about when it comes to getting on the motorcycle and going, trying to go as fast as you can at the race. So the bike setup is crucial no matter what, right? You got to have a good bike, right? But you just got to make sure that bike is the same all the way through your training and up to your race. So all of these tips that I gave you are fairly bullet point, simple tips, but I'm telling you guys, it'll actually change the way you race and ride. It's, it's simple. Uh, my World Vet Prep, now that we're on the subject here, you guys are driving out to Glen Helen right now and you want to listen to this, this show. Uh, it hasn't been great, honestly. I've been super busy with testing. So a lot of you guys think, oh, Kiefer, you ride a lot. And I, I do. I ride a shit ton. But the quality of riding that I just talked about is not the best. Some days I will be out of track and I'll be testing suspension. I'll be going two or three laps and I'll come back and I've got to change a shock or the guys change a shock and I'm sitting there for 30, 40 minutes and I go back out, do two to four laps and I got to change a fork. So that is a tedious process. I'm doing EFI settings all day with, with a manufacturer and it's a tedious process. Two laps here, three laps here. I'm not putting a lot of time in and this year uh, I've been busier uh, than I ever have been. So usually I'll put anywhere between 180 hours to 200 hours uh, per year on a motorcycle, a motorcycles, I should say. Last year, I only did about 160. This year, oh man, I am up over 240 hours. 240 hours so far this year. And a lot of that is durability testing. Um, a lot of that is new bike testing, but most of it came in with some, some, some confidential testing that I had the past couple months, um, that I can't talk about yet, but, uh, it's just a lot of riding, just a lot of riding for me this year. And I'm a little bit more worn down than I have been. And you guys can see that at Loretta Lynn's when I was just flat and tired. Look at no one's beating Brownie at Loretta Lynn's. I'm not oblivious to that fact but I should have been a lot closer to Brownie than I was. So Brownie is coming out to Glen Helen Raceway to race the Vet National, and now I got to be a little bit closer to Brownie to uh, kind of redeem myself a little bit. Will it happen? I don't know. I'm going to give it all I have, but there's also other guys that are really good that are coming. McGrath's going to show up. I've heard other guys that I know that at Ride Fast will be there as well. So uh, we'll see how it goes down, but no matter what, um, testing is my number one priority. 
I want to ride motorcycles, give the feedback to you guys, and that is my number one. But I also like to do good at races. And, again, this is one of my goals, so I want to do well here. I've won it the last two years in my class, 40 class. And uh, so I'm Team Guam, and again, me, Doug Dubok, and Sean Lepanovich, we're Team Guam. We're going to try to win that World Vet, um, whatever they call it, the Team Race, World Cup, whatever they call it. So we're going to do that as well. And hopefully you guys uh, come by the truck. We're going to be parked out somewhere in the North 40, I'm sure, me, Steve, and all the Canadians and the gang. We're going to be out there for, uh, Steve will be out there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I will be out there over the weekend. So come by, say hi, bullshit, give Steve a hard time. We will have some merch to sell. Um, Heather will bring some hoodies and maybe a couple shirts, but we do got the new hoodies. It looks like it's going to be hoodie weather, so perfect timing. Uh, 50 bucks, hoodie, bring it. We'll get you some dialed in. we got some stickers. So come by and say hi. We'd love to see you. And hopefully some of these tips will help you in your next goal and your next vet race. Obviously, we're only a few days away from the World Vet. Um, but, again, follow these tips. Write the stuff down. If you have any questions about all this, chris at kieferinktesting.com. Chris with a K. That's right. Not a C-H. Some of you guys are hitting me up. Hey, Chris, C-H. Nope. K-R-I-S at KieferInkTesting.com. Support these advertisers that support the show. They help us uh, tremendously by keeping this show up and moving along and getting you some quality information and keeping us close. I don't know any other media outlet out there that uh, you can get as close to as uh, Kiefer Ink Testing, man. We're an open book here. Our door is open for you. You've got questions. Uh, we're happy to help you. I uh, just did a whole thing on Gypsy Tales. We had a three-and-a-half-hour episode on Gypsy Tales. It should be out soon. But we go over my life, um, kind of like my mission statement about Kiefer Inc. testing and, and why I left Dirt Rider and the things that I want to do and and the reasons why I am the way I am today. Like, I'm I'm really big on helping people. I feel the best when I when I give versus receive. And for me, um, I'm I like to be the caretaker of the motocross world. Like for you guys that want to go buy things and ride dirt bikes, if I have the knowledge, I'll try to share that with you. Not that I'm the end-all, be-all of testing, but I've, I've been around a little bit. I've wrote a lot of things. I've, I've seen a lot of things. I've been around smarter people. So I'm willing to share that along with you guys. So hopefully this works and we can keep doing this for many years to come. Look forward to seeing you guys at Glen Helen for World Vets. And we'll see you next week. We're going to do a wrap-up show that should be fun. Obviously, Monday night, Pulp MX show should be a blast with Galdi, Noof, and Steve. I will call in, and I'm sure there's going to be a plenty, plenty of to talk about. We're going to have the Canadians here at the house for three days. Holy shit, poor Heather. feel sorry for Heather. But uh, we'll see you guys uh, at the track. Stay safe, ride smart, and have fun, man. Seriously, this is what it's all about. Set a goal for yourself, and then enjoy what you guys can do on a dirt bike. It's really a, it's a whole new world, man. When you have a dirt bike, it opens up a lot of doors and a lot of things in life. So uh, stay safe, ride hard. We'll see you this weekend.